Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in High Fidelity.
everybody. Oh my gosh, it seems like forever that I have been on. I would like to say hello to everyone before we start the show. Uh, what is it, Mercury Retrograde, guys, in chat? Do we not hear? Because I just can't believe this. And we've got Retrograde coming up in three weeks. Anyway, you are listening to Bonnie Albers On Air, and I am the hostess with the mostest, especially like I'm the most ADD host I know. I'm Bonnie Albers. Today, we have the fabulous, the awesome, and the crazy, brilliant, just absolutely loaded with gifts from above. My house guest, his slippers are right here in front of me, Jerry Humphreys. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Bonnie. Yeah. Hi, everybody. How are you? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? I'm I know I didn't, I, you know, I want to tell everybody who you are and, and what you do. I was going to say, and what you are, you're human so far. But I want to tell everybody <laughs> what you do. I, I, just, so I just, you know, sometimes I don't know either, Jerry. You might be a star way up in that galaxy. Anyway, I do want to tell everybody that Jerry is a internationally renowned TV and radio star. He is on our show. He's at the UK's most awesome psychic medium. He's a animal communicator, a pet psychic. He's a Reiki master teacher. He also teaches many courses. He's the CEO of the magazine that he's mad at me that I write for, and that is Psychic Insight Magazine. <laughs> he is also a hypnotherapist. He is a person-centered counselor. He is so many things that if I keep naming them, the show will have, I'm going to eat into half of my show. So, you all know Jerry, he's here a lot because I adore him, the messages he gives are fabulous. He does do this for a living, so if anybody wants more information from Jerry, he finds pets that are missing, he talks to pets, he talks to peeps and people, and gosh, only knows if there's any, any alien out there that would like to talk to Jerry, he can do that too. So Jerry, I want you to tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Personally, I I really think that you ought to be um, seriously looking at cancelling the show and getting down and writing my article for the magazine, uh, but <laughs> and stop stop and stop looking at buying new coats. Um, <laughs> please, um, I know I'm so sorry. I really do want it though, and I am going to get. You've had technical issue technical issues, which I can I can appreciate. So that's. Uh, you know me, just Mr. I am the comfy chair. Um, or uh -huh. the chair. That or you're <laughs> drinking too uh, much wine at night, or maybe, I don't know, I told you, maybe they drink. gave you medical don't marijuana. Drink. I don't know. Don't, don't drink. Um, where can you find me? My website, uh, senseofknowing.co.uk. Um, on the social media, jerry.psychic, that's Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc., etc. There is a... Um, a magazine page on Facebook as well, which is called Psychic Insight, and that's where you can download your free copy. And the next one is due out at the beginning of December. Um, so if anybody Ooh. out there still wants to write a, wants to write an article, you've you got to get uh, get busy, busy because you've only got two weeks to get to submit oh, it to I me so I can put it in the next issue. Um, oh no, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. Um, um, what else was there? What, now you put me off my strap. Um, no, no, I mean, it's, um, uh, yes, you've well, done, your classes, done uh, Gary, TV work, I've done I radio think... work, I've got the classes going, it was busy, busy. 
And you have a new, I'm so excited to tell everybody this. I know it won't be officially, you know, going until December, but it is up. Jerry is a new member of YouTube. And so tell everyone, because you want people to subscribe, yeah. all his readings will be on YouTube. He'll be doing monthly readings, maybe weekly readings, and he's going to be having awesome, awesome things put on his channel. So I'm so excited, Jerry. I haven't used mine, but I'm going to start. It is a fabulous tool for all of you to keep in touch with Jerry. And I know if you subscribe to his channel, you won't be sorry. Uh, even the first, he, he, he has a test one up there now. It's not a test one, but he wanted to see if it went up. And it is so fabulous. I, I'm like, where's the other one? So, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to announce it now, Jerry, or you want to announce it when, he's, when it's up. But everyone listening, please go and subscribe to your channel. He already has. Um, <laughs> yes, I uh, have. Well, it was your... It was your inspiration that led me to do it. So, you know, it's thanks to you that the channel's there. But what it will, uh, yes, I mean, I'm hoping to get it officially launched in December. Um, there will be weekly uh, power animal readings going up onto the channel. Um, eventually, wow. um, I'll be looking at possibly even doing live readings there. But, um, you, I mean, you can subscribe now. Um, it's just that nothing's going to happen much and uh, for at least another two weeks or so yet. Or I might even have to delay. It depends on how things go. I've got a few technical things to send to get sorted out to make sure it's going to run smoothly because you know me, a bit of a perfectionist, typical Gemini. I want to make sure it's yeah. right, otherwise I won't do it. Otherwise I won't do it. Um, <laughs> but it's it's yeah, there's a couple of test little test videos up at the moment. There's nothing spectacular there, but um, as I said, I, I will let everybody know. I will post it on social media as soon as it is running properly. I love that, Jerry. It's always onward and upward with you. You always give us so much more than we even expect. There is before we get into our subject, which I happen to love because I'm so fascinated with this subject. But uh, you know, you do teach classes, and I think Jerry, or I feel that um, I think. So how about that? I'm earthly and I'm unearthly. I I love that you are teaching and that you are bringing back some basic knowledge to all types of medium psychics, intuitive healers. And I want everyone to know that the people that are in this class that Jerry has started are just uh, giving such great feedback. And I know you're going to post some more classes up. Uh, this, you know, you can never really uh, go back to basics enough to be uh, re-shown some things that you might have lost over when you were, you know, learning metaphysics and. I, you know, there's so much to learn and so much to revisit. And then I know that people have asked you for mediumship classes. You are the teacher of all knowledge, so I know you'll make the right decision, but everyone looks so forward to your classes that I hope in the new year that you put on, you know, some more. And we have had people uh, in, go ahead. I was just gonna say, it's, um, it, it's been really, uh, fun to do uh, this first one and there's some really lovely people who connect with it and uh, we've um, we've only sort of scratched the surface as such but 
I, I totally agree with what you just said that it never um, hurts to go back and just revisit some of the um, the ground level uh, techniques, tools that uh, maybe we take for granted at times. And it, I mean, it's helped, oh, yeah. helped me as well. And I just feel it's very refreshing to do that. Um, and I know that it's been uh, helping those in within the group that's currently running. But yeah, what I what I will do this current group has two more sessions to run. That's uh, first Friday in December and first Friday in January. Uh, but I am going to look to run another one. So um, I'm if in. You are, if you're <laughs> If you would like to, uh, I've already got one person who's already um, on the waiting list. If you want to be put onto the waiting list for the next um, group of or session of four um, classes, then please let me know. You can email me through um, through my website. Um, if you want to, even <laughs> I just seen <laughs> Crystal Vol. So hello, Sue. Uh, says she wants to continue. Oh, that's brilliant. So. If you're part of the current group want to continue, um, that's going to challenge me because I don't want to take you back through things you've already done. So that's going to be interesting. Right, okay. Yeah, well, you know, um, right, because if you want to do want, ongoing, you could take this group and go ongoing and then start the beginning group, you know, and, and another beginning group. Or a well, different that's, that's, well, that's, I will... This is where spirit will lead me as to where it's meant to be. So I will bear that in mind. So it may be the group that I've got continues, uh, and then another new group gets um, is going to be on on another day. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, so oh, and we'll, then we're going to do a brick and mortar building because I want to do Harry Potter so bad. I want to fly in Quidditch and do all that stuff. I so badly want to do that that when I think of you teaching or I feel you're teaching, that's where it puts me. It puts me on one of those big birds, like a dinosaur, like in Game of Thrones. I want to be Daenerys, whatever her name is, running the, the Iron Throne. Although I do think John, no, is going to do that. And I want to be flying in the air and learning all this stuff because that's where your teaching lies. It's universal. It's, it's There's no bounds to it, Jerry. There's no end beginning to it it's just so you know i can see it and i can see where it's leading you so i hope spirit gives that to you too <laughs> oh dear oh dear i could just i could just actually see you riding on that dragon like Daenerys stormborn I, yes the mother of dragons yes yes i just wish i was yeah. young and pretty as her but but i gotta tell you in my own brain i am but i have to tell everyone the subject that we're picking today, or we're never going to get to it, is about remote viewing. And I am so fascinated. I did remote viewing uh, once. Um, I mean, it's not that I can't, but I feel like I can. Um, and there's different types of remote viewing. But I, you know, I know a lot of the government uses remote viewing. The FBI, the CIA. I know one lady I had on here that worked with the CIA uh, solving you know, serial crimes, she remote views. So what do you feel about remote viewing, Jerry? And can anybody do it? Um, answer your second question first, no. I don't think that everybody <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. It's, it's just like it's not everybody's medium. Um, not mm -hmm. everybody's clairvoyant. Not everybody's clairaudient. You know, it's... you. 
you have the gifts that you that you have as such. Now, I've worked with some lovely people who were fabulous at remote viewing. Uh, the, for me, the one that stands out uh, in my memory is uh, Yuri Geller, because I mean he was renowned for his remote viewing amongst other things. Um, wow! I, have, I think he bent spoons, didn't he? It, well, that was that's what he got noticed for initially, but he was used a lot oh. to remote view. Um, okay. I've worked, I know, with, I I've worked with people on TV who are fabulous remote viewers. Uh, Rob Lupine and Chris Robinson were both remote viewers. Rob Lupine was amazing at remote viewing. Um, I have done some remote viewing myself, um, and it's very useful because it's when, for, for me, when I'm working with um, animals that are lost, um, even though I have if you like a visual map or I can look at a map online as to where they went missing from, I'm also able to remote view if I'm meant to as to the area that's around them, where, where they might be located. I can see the terrain, landscapes, buildings, etc., etc. Uh, but as you said, it was most used mostly for, um, I won't say political, but military purposes. Um, yeah. The Americans, your I guys have well used it. Russians have used it. Oh, you'd be surprised. The Russians have used it. Um, Chinese have used it. All sorts of people have, uh, have have used it to try and, um, if you like, suss out the enemy. Uh, you know what? I've got to tell you something, Jerry. I was wondering, as you were saying, how come more, and I don't want to like put this out into the public or the, the energy of the universe, so they find me. But you would think that if in that case that everyone would want to kidnap all of us psychic mediums that can that are like <laughs> Uri Geller who can remove you because just think about it. I mean, what great you know uh, strides you would make. I so am in, in awe of remote viewing. I did it for a paranormal group, but there are people who they can you know they they give them a building and they say you know we've got people in that building find the people and tell us what's in the room so that we can you know we can uh we can tell them what they're looking at in the next room it is so amazing and they use it jerry which is interesting that one lady that i had on here deborah deborah um one wonderful lady from new orleans she even remote viewed one of the serial killers who they caught and she knew exactly where he was and you know she went to his trial and he looked right at her and said get out of my head so it's interesting what we can do with our minds and how far we can actually I mean remote viewing if we're spirit we see everything so just think about the people that can remote view I wonder how connect so connected to them being almost not here in this plane, are they? It's like they, you know, people. I mean, who's got it down to a fine art and say it's something which um, I have used, but not to that sort of extent. I mean, it is. It's a real art, a real gift. It's like the person steps out of their human self and can almost mm-hmm. bilocate to the other to another place. Um, you know, and that's how they're able to seize so well. I mean, um, I mean, bilocation is another thing that is almost, I suppose, in a way, a, a 
similar to remote viewing as such, um, but it's where by location is where a person can literally be in two places at once. Um, and that's uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, there's a very uh, not wishing to just uh, get away from what um, uh, your topic is, but if you ever look up somebody called um, Padre Pio, uh, Padre Padre's and Father Pio P I O, um, uh, religious gentleman. He was a monk. He was um, read his story about how he was able to bilocate. Fascinating. You'll we'll find lots of him on the about him on the internet. Oh, can you send that? You just send that to me through Skype. I want to I want to check that out. But you know, the reason I'm bringing yes. up remote viewing is because there's so many different definitions. Do you have a definition? Uh, uh, one of my friends said that all of a sudden she got um, super sick. She felt her finger was cut off. She ran to the bathroom, and it was all she found out through a phone call two seconds later that that happened to someone who was in her house the day before. We, you know, I didn't feel it was remote viewing. I felt that that was more um, what we call, my husband says, and he told me that now it's being, um, the, the uh, scientific community calls it, it's threading. It's called something where um, if your energy is in a place and you go to another place, your energy still is in that place. And they now have a name for it. Yeah, well, but in the name, but the the scientists now have a cool name for it. It's called um, something threading. I have to find out because I I have it in my head and I just didn't write it down because I wasn't thinking about talking about it. But um, it is and it it is about um, you being in one place and leaving it and having the imprint of that place still following you. And they are finding out in science this actually exists. So think about that. And they're coming closer and closer to spirit. And there is going to be no difference between astronomy and astrology. I use that because it's, they're the same, only that one doesn't believe in the other, I think. So yeah, this sound, thing is sounds that little, I... Just, it sounds a little bit like the stone tape theory. Yeah. Well, are you talking about the uh, the black hole or the, the string no, no, theory? No, the, 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 energy, the energy imprints that you're talking about. There is a, it's, it's very similar to the stone tape theory. And what is that? What you've just been describing, lovely, about energy energy imprints. And yeah. how people can pick up on residual energies and how energy imprints are left and how they can pick up on energy imprints. So that's the state. Have, another, have a little research on the stone tape theory. That That's also very intriguing. I know. Well, you know what I love? I You know, I feel like when I was talking to my friend who's also a psychic medium, that there is so much, there, that all of it bleeds into each other. So she called it remote viewing, and I did not feel it was remote viewing at all. And so um, that's what I felt was more of uh, where you're picking up the energy. Otherwise, you know, remote viewing, and that's why I brought it up today, is when somebody actually sees into another area, they they project themselves into that area and they can describe that room. They can describe everybody in it. They can describe what's yeah. going on. It is just super cool. And I like the idea, like you said, about being by, you know, in one, in two places at once. 
I love that. You think I could be in Italy drinking cappuccino and still be here doing the show? <laughs> Bonnie, you could be anywhere and everywhere and still do the show. Oh, I love that, Jerry. I think that is so sweet. Now today, um, is there anything else you wanted to, I mean, it's such a, we just tapped on the word remote viewing, but is there any, any, else you'd like everyone to know because I'm going to go do pull out my books on remote viewing and 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 we're going to talk about this more in depth at, probably at the end of the probably next year but because we're getting up to the fact do you believe Jerry I think we have like six weeks into the new year or something like that is that like crazy that's ridiculous isn't it I mean I try not to to look at where we're at date-wise or entity-wise, but of course we have to look at things that are coming up that might influence um, energies that are around us. You've already touched on one, which happens, starts officially on the 3rd of December, but let's not go there with that just yet. Of course, oh, you've got please. your holiday, you've got, you've got your holidays coming up, um, and it's just such a busy time of year, um, and it's just, all right, there is one thing I would like to say. I remember last week, I think it was last time I was on the show with you, um, I just gave one little insight as to a prediction, which is in the NFL, watch out for yeah. a team. Yeah, wait a minute, i got to write this down. Watch out for a team okay. that does not have an animal in its name. I would only just like to point out that the New England Patriots had another thumping great win at uh, last weekend. So I'm yeah. not saying anything else, I'm just... I'm just pointing out the fact that, <laughs> um, you know, I'm just just saying that's all. I'll just I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. I listen. I love it. I absolutely love it. And what uh, everybody everybody asked me, and I said, I don't know what he's. I I said Jerry said something about them not having any animal or see. I thought it was person too, and I I knew it because well, I love New England. I also love the Eagles. The Eagles are doing really well, but the Eagles are an animal, right? Or is an animal a bird, not an animal? Exactly, exactly. So it's it's um, uh, uh, as Jim and I managed to said in chat, the Steelers don't have a, have an animal. That's true. Nor do the Green Bay Packers. Um, there are there are they're not that many. What about many, the Eagles? But, yeah, but that's, the, that's Philadelphia. The Philly, the Philly Eagles. They. I mean, that's. Um, uh, is that an animal? You can't count them. Yes, of course it is. It's a bird. It's an animal. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, hey, you know, like that's my favorite team. I'm trying to make it not an animal. Okay, but that's right. But after that, I love the New England Patriots. So, okay, we're good. And anybody who gets insulted, I'm sorry. I'm a Philadelphia Philly Eagles 76ers fan. I dropped the 76ers, but still love the Phillies. Still love the Eagles. But uh, you know what I want to do, Jerry? When we get to the when we get to the phone lines, which is coming up. I want, because of the holidays we have, and I, I want to tell everybody, um, Jerry's going to do his prediction show the beginning of December, the first week in December. I, 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 you have been so, I can't even tell you, you know, the year goes on and you forget what the predictions are. And that's why I love, you can always go back into the archive. I am going to mark the prediction show as prediction show. So it will come up. Instead of seeing Bonnie Albers live, it's going to say Bonnie Albers live prediction with your name because I I would love everybody to go back and listen 
to when we started this two years ago, you were so dead on that first year about all the musicians and the, you, you came right off the bat and you said it would happen quickly. From the time you said it and it turned January 1 to all the way through, I think we lost like 50 musicians. And then the following year, which is last year, I, I want to really replay. I'm going to have it replayed. Jerry, if we can put it on because you're my guy that does that like at the end of November, because I'm going to have very few shows until the prediction show, um, at least once a week. But the predictions, the first week in December, should my son not go to surgery, will still be on. But the prediction shows are going to be like my last shows until the new year. Um, and I want to play your show from last year. And, and because so many of what you said have actually come to be and we're still not at the end of the year. So I do want everybody to look forward to that because I do. I even listened to that a couple times. Have you listened to your show? Any did you ever listen to the archives of what you've done? Um, no, I to be honest, I haven't. It's uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting for me to go back, but then again I, I don't really like the sound of my own voice, so I would probably shy away from it. So I I would trust what you say. <laughs> okay. Well, I do listen, and I have a lot of – I make everybody sit around and listen. So, uh, so this year we're going to do the same thing. But because of that, and we're getting into the holidays, we're getting into Thanksgiving. Next, next week is a big week for a lot of people here. I know you don't celebrate it, although you do kind of because you've got all of your American family here. Um, I, I love – love the holiday because it's all about family family can be anything it can be a pet rock it could be your plant it could be your 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 beautiful pet which you know i never figured out why they call them pets and my husband had to tell me do you know why they call them pets jerry go on because you pet them who would think that all right, all right. <laughs> i mean you know that is like crazy. And I'm thinking, why do they call animals pets? And I thought it stood for something like past elephant tails or something. But it stands for it's because we pet them. Right. So I want everybody to know that that's my little piece of wisdom here today. Uh, but but what I was saying is that people say, well, you make a big deal about family and some people don't have them. Well, yes, they do. Everyone has a family. But it doesn't mean that it has to be your immediate family. It could be your friends. It could be your 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 beautiful pets. It could be plants if you like. If if you're a curmudgeon, if you're an earth person who loves trees and plants, and they're your babies. I mean, you can make anything your family. So don't take this as being lonely. Don't take as well. I'm not going to my family. I'm not going to do this. Create one. Put your glasses together. Put a table full of pets. A table full of your friends. A table full of rocks. Just enjoy the time of the season. And what I want to do with our readings coming up, Jerry, is I'm going to ask everybody, you know, because we all have tradition here of what we eat for Thanksgiving. And even if you're not cooking, like me, I don't cook. Well, I do actually cook on Thanksgiving. Um, what I'm going to ask everyone to do is tell me, so you're going to have a cornucopia on your table and everybody knows a cornucopia. I had to have the definition given to me, but it's that big horn that looks a plenty that, you know, you fill up with vegetables and stuff like that. So if you had a cornucopia on your table, what would, what would you put in it? 
okay? And if you don't understand what a cornucopia is, because sometimes I don't either, what dish is the most important dish that you have besides the turkey uh, for Thanksgiving? And we're gonna we're gonna try to do, you know, tell us what you eat for Thanksgiving. Give us a couple of the dishes that are just your favorites, or what would you put in the cornucopia if it's on your table? How do you how do you think that goes, Jar? For some reason, I, mean, I think it's lovely. I think that's a brilliant thing to ask. But when you were talking about it, do you know what I would put in into mine? That, I was I just going to really ask. Love, I would really love to <laughs> taste a proper traditional American donut or a proper traditional American hamburger. Oh my goodness, Jerry. I I love that. First, I have to tell you, and then we'll go to the callers. The traditional donut, well, we don't even have one because there are so many donuts here, it's ridiculous. But what I can't believe you just said that is I went to a funky donut shop the other day. <laughs> and I, yeah. oh my God, and I never go so that you brought it. So to me, when you say you want to taste a proper donut, uh, and then you want to taste a proper hamburger, so if I was reading you, Jerry, and I looked at what you wanted, I would see that donut is you want something traditionally sweet in your life. You want something that you can smile, you can put your tongue on, and it just resonates sweetness and goodness, and it puts a smile onto your face. And actually, I can feel the delicious uh, smell that you would smell and you want something sweet. You love sweetness in your life. It doesn't have to be too sweet. It could be on the cakey side versus the sweeter side, but it's because you want that really happy sweetness uh, in your life. And then you hit the, the American hamburger, which we all know really isn't American. I think hamburger came from Hamburg, Germany or something like that. So what they're showing me is that you you want to take the you want to yeah, they're showing me the scene Jerry they want to you know the meat from they need to uh, file out or, or 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 weed out the the wheat from the trough or the meat from the trough meaning that you really like to get into the meat of things and you want to cut out the things that don't mean anything so if I was reading you I would say that you want sweetness in your life. You love to just uh, be calm, be happy, and be serene around you. And you want the sweet of your life. You want to be comfortable. You want to be happy. You want to have friends. And then you want to cut the meat from the trough. I, I can't remember what the saying is. But you don't want the, the negative part you want to separate that from your life, and you just want that meat, the, the meat that you can bite into, it's juicy, and that you can savor, and you want the rest to go away. So I love that for you. How does that sound? Sounds brilliant. Thank you for that. I like that. <laughs> you understood it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like thinking you're sounding like, what? There's a saying. You, no, no, no. You, uh, I, I understood it, it's what okay. we were saying in essence was that what I'm looking for, uh, or what I what I would like to be able to do is to just um, 
there's so many things that uh, I won't say that they're fake, but they're, they're not the yeah. originals. They're not the the proper. Yeah. It's sorting the wheat from the chaff. It's getting back to yeah. you know honouring the things that are real. Now, to me, you see in tradition, I know that perhaps you know burgers did originate from from Europe. So, but to me, you see the the, the one that's the essence of one because we did have a place over here in the UK that used to be cooked traditional American burgers and I tell you what I would have them two three four times a week you know I was yeah. hooked on these things you know it's about finding the things that are real and to me that's real yeah you know people yeah. ask what's your impression of the USA uh, uh, beef burgers and apple pie you know hey that's it. Those are the two things that stick in everybody's mind, and, <laughs> um, and that's so. It is. It's about honouring the things that are real. But it's for me. It's about yeah, you know, tasting if you like the things that are genuine that life. are real. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Spot on. Yes. I love it. Okay, we're headed over to the phone lines. So we want to know what you're going to put in your cornucopia, or give me a few dishes of your favorite traditional uh, or non-traditional Thanksgiving Day foods. So 561, you are on with us. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi. Who's, who are we speaking with? This is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. Well, you heard our question. So which one are you going to take? I'm going for the sweets, the sweet potato pie. <laughs> Oh, Jerry. Well, go ahead. You, your sweet potato pie. Do you have that as a tradition every Thanksgiving, or do you make it, or do you buy it? I like to make mine. If they don't have, I have extra. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> what do you use in your sweet potato pie? Can I ask? I use nutmeg. Uh, mhm. This nutmeg, the cinnamon, I just spice it up. But I like mine kind of sweet and the crust kind of crunchy and dark. <laughs> oh, and what kind of, do you use yams or sweet potatoes? Are they fresh or are they in the can? The fresh ones from scratch. Okay. Jer well, do you, Jerry, could you want to do, do you want me to or do you want to do this reading? And then you can ask us a question. Um. What's what are you picking up? What I'm picking up is that um, what Stacy really looks for is a very solid, firm yep. foundation that holds everything together, and she likes life to be in, in that mold of being all together, um, and she likes everything to be new. It has to be, as she said, fresh ingredients. Life has to have fresh ingredients with it, it within it. And she likes to make things up for herself. In other words, I feel that Stacy could be a person who sometimes doesn't like to have boundaries or perhaps doesn't like to be in the norm of things. She likes to do her own thing, which is why she puts her own little twists into her sweet potato pie. But then that also it's the flavor. She has, uh, I feel that Stacy has... Um, a rich palette of life so she likes to experience new things but she also likes to have that sweetness that fun element in life as well so that's what I picked up absolutely and you know what that dark crust 
what I was going to add is, did you say you liked your crust a little dark? Yes, I do. Okay, so what that means to me is there's always a little twist to that goodness. There's always, you might like the ones that kind of give you a problem a little bit rather than being straight on, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just so in awe of you type thing. So I feel like sometimes you might want somebody or something or people in your life that don't always, uh, that aren't always the pleasers, the people pleasers. How are we doing so far? Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, Stacy. what did you want to know on this beautiful almost holiday season from the master of all, and you've got him right here. Of course, I'm the princess, yeah. but he could be the master. Okay. Okay. My 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 child, I just oh, I don't know how to explain it, but what do you see in regards to our relationship? So your relationship with who, Stacey? I didn't quite. Yeah. My relationship with my daughter. With your daughter. What's your daughter's name, please? Taya. And Taya's date of birth? 122899. Uh, I'll tell you what the initial thing I'm picking up with your daughter is um, she either takes after her father because I've got this real strong, stubborn streak with her. Oh, jeez. Um, I also I also feel that her, her her brain works at about five million miles an hour, and it's like she sometimes has a struggle to process all the information or even express herself properly, and it often comes out the wrong way, and it could she could get overly cross, tense, stressed, or whatever. Um, she should be a very creative person. Um, she should be very forward thinking or forward looking. I would hesitate to say that she's an indigo child, but there's something suggesting that she might be. Um, you'd have to look I that up on the so. internet. Um, and I just feel at the moment that with Taya, this is a growth cycle with her. Now, it's hard because maybe she's not showing the respect to either yourself or to maybe to others uh, right. that are around her. But uh, I, and yes, she does need boundaries. You're quite right. However, she is what? How old now? Uh, 1999. So she's seventeen. Soon to be. Yeah. Eighteen. Okay. Um, maybe she well, wants to be able to be a, a lot more independent. Maybe she feels she should be a lot more independent. Maybe if she's not, she should be given the opportunity to be a lot more independent. However. Um, I, looking at her um, energies next year, she actually comes into her own next year. It's a creative year for her, doubly so. It's a mental clarity year for her, doubly so. Um, it's when ideas can be flowing like water for her, either career-wise or uh, just where she wants life to go. And it, it is a, quite a big year for her. So you might just have to ride the storm a little bit until the end of this year but in the next she'll be 
a lot more settled. I'm not sure if she's had man problems, boy troubles, but there's something emotionally not settled quite yet with her there. Um, but all this seems to just... It, it, it's like they show me um, a bathtub emptying of water. It's all going to be flushed away soon. So, And the newness comes in. As I said, a big year for her next year, Stacey. Oh, Jerry, I want to survive this. It's like I don't know who she is. I'm like, anything I say is wrong. I'm like this yep. big monster. Oh, it yeah, just I just don't know. I just ready to run to the hills and just hey. Well, I suppose oh, one no. thing that you, that you could be saying to your daughter is, well, hey, you know, tell you if if you're not if you don't like it, then um, th then please, you know, go and express yourself somewhere where you feel more comfortable, you know. But the problem is that you see the two of you. I, I said that maybe she got her uh, stubbornness from her father. But actually, the two of you are very much alike. You know, there is a, there's almost what I'm hearing is a sisterhood there, even though she might not show it at the moment. Um, one thing I will will tell you is she will never, um, never lose sight of who her mum is, uh, and I I really do feel that this is a phase. This is a, a download period for Taya that is will come to an end by the end of the year. I mean, her birthday is right at the tail end of December, and, and I just feel that New Year she wakes up and it's almost like there's a, a switch has gone off in her in her psyche and, and in her energies that just puts her on this new track. So um, I can see that being a big change for her. Bonnie. What do you pick up? Well, you know, I think this is so interesting because I picked up the same thing, Jerry, that the two of them are, the reason is you, you would say oil and water, but it isn't oil and water. It's actually oil and oil. <laughs> I, I feel that you two have some type of sisterhood, um, probably from a past lifetime. But what you've got to realize, too, is also this is a hormonal, a very hormonal area right now for her. And she's conflicted herself from being wanting autonomy and breaking away and showing you she can do it and not being able to because she really can't. She's only 17. But the, the, what I do see is, and I'm going to give you some, uh, anybody who's astrology out there will know. So she is a Capricorn, right? If I heard you correctly, it's December, what did you say, right. December 29th? She's a, a Capricorn. The 28th. And at the end, and it's at the end of, uh, of, the end of December, um, uh, Saturn goes into Capricorn, okay? Now, Saturn, and that's why Jerry is saying, it's like a light switch that goes on. So, um, you know, I don't know who that could be. But anyway, um, a light switch goes on. And it says, like Jerry said, oh, my goodness, this new form is going to be here. I don't know what this is, so please ignore it because I don't know how anybody could call into the show. But this is, this is amazing to see this. Saturn makes, is, the, is the taskmaster. It's the father of time. It settles you down in whatever area. She's a sun Capricorn. So she's got Saturn and sun in Capricorn for a whole year, which is really interesting. Actually, it's a whole year. Uh, for um, and I and I feel like at her 18th birthday she's even got Saturn for two and a half years. 
So she is going to change so greatly that it's going to be interesting. She's going to Capricorn is a working sign. It's a sign of, you know, putting your nose to the grindstone. It's, it's a sign of earthly, you know, being. So next year, you're going to see the sun and, 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 Sag and uh, Saturn in Capricorn. She's going to start working towards something. She's going to start trying to, she's going to be, become, it's like a, she's going to switch on a dime. Well, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. She's going to actually have uh, something she's going to work towards. It's going to take her through the next two and a half years, actually. One year because it'll be in, in, in uh, Saturn, and I think she has her Saturn return coming up. So you're going to see in the next couple of years, She's going to find out what she wants to be. She's going to settle down. Her hormones are going to start leveling off a bit. And you two are going to have a totally different relationship. So that's what I see coming up. Okay. Hang in there. Hang in there, girl. Oh, Lord, Bonnie. I have three gray hairs that popped in the last three months. Well, honey, this is, you know, what I'm going to say. Because Jerry said it very, very eloquently. And I keep hearing there are three rules in this house. You have to be home a certain time, you have to do something, and you have to be courteous to everyone that lives here, or whatever your rules are, because I feel like there's three of them. And you just have to keep reminding her of those rules nicely, <laughs> because she wants to break them all. But, but that's yeah. what you got to shake your finger and not your gray hair and say, you know what, if you want to <laughs> live under this roof, I only ask you to do this, because I love you so much. And these are the three rules right. you got to follow. And if you can't follow them, gee, maybe somebody else. You can go follow their rules. But I feel mm -hmm. because she's a Capricorn, things are going to change for her greatly. And Capricorns are workhorses. There are people who put their nose to the grindstone. They really don't have a lot of, I love you, unless she's got some other things in her chart. But they show love through what they do. So remember that. She's making strides in school or, or work or whatever she's doing. That's showing you a change in how she feels about you and how she feels about herself. So just remember that about Capricorn. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So you're welcome. Have a great day. You do too. You both. Thank you. All right. Happy holidays. Oh, I just love that, Jared. <laughs> She's so sweet. Um, and I, okay. So I'm going to pick up the next caller. And the next caller is anonymous. I love that. Can we call you Anna or anonymous? Whichever you want. Hi. Hello, it's Jeanette. Hey. Hi, Jeanette. Is that so? Are you Jeanette anonymous or Jeanette Anna from Jeanette. Arizona? <laughs> I'm from Arizona. I love that. Well, Jeanette, Jeanette Arizona. Okay, we got you, Jeanette. Jeanette, what would you have on your Thanksgiving table? You know, it's funny. When you first uh, mentioned the question, I all I could see were crystals in my uh, horn of plenty, my cornucopia. <laughs> <gasps> I love you, Jeanette. I'm handing you right over to my crystal man. Or I wanted to call you Crystal Boy, Jer. I know you're getting younger every time I do a show. <laughs> Go ahead, Jer. Yeah, right. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Flattery will get about, her everywhere, right, Jerry? I, said, I, I know. I Isn't that, that true? I can't stand it. Okay. I love you, Jeanette, by the way. You're my, you're a good girl. I like you. Go ahead, Jerry. 
I was going to say, I don't know about Stacey getting grey hairs of the door to. Bonnie, you can give me grey hairs sometimes. Anyway. <laughs> But you have white hair, Jared. You have white hair anyway, or you have blonde hair, so it doesn't matter. I'll never see the gray. <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know. Um, Jeanette, um, crystals. You see, as soon as you said crystals, I was seeing all, like crystal mirrors, I was seeing reflectivity. I was seeing the crystals that almost make the shapes of snowflakes. Um, I was seeing crystals that are like in caves where you get walls of crystal colours, and they were, but they were either quartz, like a clear crystal. Um, mm -hmm. I, I could just see a little bit of amethyst coming through. Yes. But it's all this reflective energy, and I, to me, two things happening around with you. I feel one of which is reflection. So I don't know whether it's you that's been thinking a little bit about what ifs, as I call them, in life, um, or whether it's because you just feel that that is a, a time of reflection, or should be Thanksgiving maybe should be a time of reflection, which is not just looking at the family that you have directly around you, but looking at the family as in the worldwide family. Uh, maybe that is the reflection that you look at. And of course, crystals are used a lot in healing. So again, I would say that's possibly the energy that you want to put out. It's like your cornucopia is a healing torch that other people can tap into. So how does that sit with you? Does that make sense? Yes, yes, it does. Uh, just to validate, uh, you know, I'm going through my second Saturn return. So I find myself, and I only realize, I only really... Yeah, I only really uh, touched base with that just now when you said reflection over, you know, maybe family. And I have been, I've noticed, I've been doing reflecting about just, you know, my family and raising my children and where I am now and how this Thanksgiving is going to be without my children because they're choosing to be with their father's side of the family. And I'm just reflecting on that reality and recognizing that there were choices I could make, you know, to to actually spend a beautiful holiday all the same. Of course, they'll be joining me the day after, so it's not as if I'll not see them at all. But, but nevertheless, that day, I could choose to do something that can actually bring people in, in situations that don't have anyone at all to my table, and that actually would give me a lot of joy. So I was just thinking of that. Yeah, but there's one other thing that you've just missed out, which which I can see, which is the part of who you are as a person, Jeanette. And I was going to say, hey, wouldn't it be good if actually you just did something that pleased you? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Ah. So I, so that, yes. And so the reflection is also, is that going, which is going to make me happiest? Which feels, like that will put me, which feels it'll put me in my joy the most. So that's my yeah. choice at this point. Yeah, well, the choice is not actually a choice at all because you could do both and have the one bit which is the spiritually rewarding bit and the other mm -hmm. bit that pleases you as a person. So there's mm -hmm. no reason that's why true. you can't have, no reason why you can't have both. That's right. And yes, in the same pie. Yep. That's yep. very well, true. Well,
I love that. I got to tell you my bit here because you got to hear my bit. Then you can talk to Jerry again. But, you know, I pulled two cards. As you heard me pull out my chair, probably Jerry's thinking, I don't know why she makes noise every time we have a show because he wants everything quiet. But I had to pull my chair out (laughs) because the cards that I pulled out, you flew on the floor. Okay. And I love my flower therapy deck. It's my sweet card. It tells you just like it is for whoever I am tapping into. And I do have to tell you what I saw with your crystal cornucopia. I see the reflections of light, all light, prisms of everything, chakras, just like Jerry said, healing. I feel that you heal people through, and I, and, I, and the first thing that came to me, well, I'll talk to you about healing in just a second, but the first thing that came to me is you're definitely, I don't know if you, you go into this, but you definitely are from the uh, from the lost land of Atlantis is what they're showing. Mm-hmm. And the crystal, big crystal caves that were underneath. That's the first thing I saw in the reflection of light that, that comes off all those clear crystals because I see crystals as clear. And then I saw all the prisms in it, which has all the chakras. So I feel that you help balance and clear out people's chakras. And if you don't, that's what you should be doing. Okay, I do feel you do that through just your presence. So I don't know that you do it for a living, but I feel that you, everyone that you come in contact with, your friends, people you maybe have worked with or work with, or people that you meet in the grocery store, I don't know why they're showing me this, and you chat with or talk to or even interact with, somehow get some healing um, from just your aura that, that, that comes out. Okay. So the two yes, cards that I pulled good. for you. Yeah, it's interesting. So people, so um, all right, good. It's not me. It's spirit. It'll hit me. Um, so here, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I always like compliments. <laughs> okay. So the, uh, the two cards I pulled from you for you, the one that flew out of the, my card, and I couldn't figure out why, because I feel you are positive is be positive. It's beautiful pink broad, which I love. It looks like a star. And the inside of the bromelot looks like crystal. So it's a light pink mm. bromelot with, it, it looks like white to pink little bromelots inside. I it was like points that looks like prisms, like a, like a, like a pointed crystal. And to me, it just radiated what, who you are. And it says your thoughts can shape your experience so be sure to focus on the positive. And that's what you're doing, actually. That's what you were explaining to. Your kids won't be there, but they'll be there the next day. But what you could do is you could offer people, and I do the same, by the way. I'm not doing it this year, though. Mm. I'm just being selfish. But I always have everybody the day before Thanksgiving, and I'm not doing it again this year. It's the first year I'm not doing it. Well, the second year, so I don't want to tell a fifth, but it's the second year. That I am not having anybody over except my family, because I actually have one coming in. But that you can actually help others. And so you're taking a positive approach to a holiday that might for you at that day seem lonely, okay? So you took that positive approach, which is interesting because then I picked, and another card that flew out and I had to get off my chair from is the Eight of Pentacles. I love the Eight. Eight to me is the infinity sign. Pull it over to the side and there's never a beginning and there's never an end and you are working hard as you're pentacles are going up the tree. So you're achieving what you're doing. You still have one pentacle on the ground because you're working diligently. And so to me, this means that you're working diligently and you are being very positive on your life 
and your life journey. And that's why you're reflecting. That's what I got for you. Mm, oh, that, thank you so much for that reflection. That's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> See, what do you do for a living? What, what kind of metaphysical, what kind of metaphysical, uh, yeah. wonderful being are you? Yes, I do astrology and I do numerology and uh yeah intuitive intuitive astrology and numerology so um i you know that is not something i do full time i very much uh am moving into that and uh so yeah so my question was was actually going to be geared towards that end in terms of um uh, keeping the you know increasing the flow of abundance and prosperity so that i can keep the place where i'm at and be able to open up in bigger ways and expand, you know, my gifts to more people. Mm-hmm. Well, so that would be the Eight of Pentacles. I'm going to hand you to Jerry because he can tell you. But the Eight of Pentacles shows me you working hard at that. So I love, and the Infinity Sign is all about metaphysics. And are you kidding? I love astrology and numerology is my thing. Like, I got to ask you before I hand you over to Jerry, what do you think of the number four? Well, the number four is definitely a very earthy, grounded number, and it does like to follow the rules. It does like to have a plan. It does like to have structure. Um, so, I mean, that's a pretty, you know, big question in terms of there's a lot of information behind all of the numbers, but is was there a specific uh, piece of information that you might be looking for? Well, yes, I have, because of course, I, I, I always have a motive behind what I ask. But a four is always, first of all, I will never buy a four house. When you add it up, it equals four. I am in a four house now. It doesn't allow you to sell it because there's karma. I feel there's karma with the number four. Now, it's good karma, but they won't release it until that karma is gone. But my, okay, my does it add up to you, a 13 or a four? Uh, it's 733. So what does that add up to? Okay, so it does it does add up to a 13, and 13 is karmic. And so 13 can be a challenging number because it, its purpose is transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, it is a 13, which reduces to a 4, but you want to definitely take a look at the 13 because 13 has additional information. Um, like I said, it is about transformation. 4 is about structure. Uh, so sometimes people can feel confined with a four because, you know, four does represent, represent a box, four mm-hmm. sides of a box. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I can't I just, sell the house. It's a gorgeous house. It's because it's the karma is attached to my, I couldn't figure it out after I tried to sell it for years. And it's, and it's gorgeous. Uh-huh. Man, my house is beautiful, but it's because my husband's attached to it. And my husband's attached to that oh, Capricorn yeah. moon. He's attached to this house, and he's about to let it go, I'm sure, in the next couple of years, because I told him he has to release it. But I'm telling you, I don't feel like a number four house allows you, now I could be wrong, but allows you to, and, and number four to me always was about happiness, home, prosperity, raising your kids here. That's great, but when you want to release it, it's tough. So what do you feel about yeah. that statement? Or, yeah, no, 13, well, 13 is a car, karmic number. 13 is definitely a karmic number. Four is belongs to the family of the two, four, eight. Um, so, you know, they, they go together. They can be tough numbers, for, especially if your numerology doesn't necessarily 
uh, coincide. It does, it's not complementary. So, you know, I would definitely, you know, want to do your numbers and see what's going on there because your husband is resonating on a different vibrational level. He probably has a different set of numbers. He's got a moon in Capricorn, which can go back to the fore uh. in some regard. You know, because yeah. um, it yeah. talks about Saturn, and and then and the other thing, uh, you saw an eight. I just want to give you feedback on that. The infinity sign being the eight. I'm actually born on the seventeenth day, which reduces to an eight, but you don't really reduce a number like seventeen. Seventeen actually stands out, and it sets itself apart from the single digit eight. In other words, the vibration is different. The frequency is different. Guess so what? Number. Guess yeah. what? Some, Go ahead. You're going to be writing for Jerry. No, some compounds. Oh, thank you. <laughs> some ahead. compound numbers you don't reduce because their frequency is so different than the single digit that, you know, uh, when you start to learn, you go more and more advanced into numerology, you realize, oh, wow, there are, there are so many levels of numbers. Um, so that's basically what I'm talking about here. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to hand you over to Jerry. I know you want to know about your, I already know about what's going to go on with you, but Jerry, she'd be one. I love numerology, honey, and I feel like she would be a great one to put in the magazine. I couldn't agree more. Um, I've been sitting Go ahead, you two talk. I know, no, I'm I, fascinated I just, too, uh, although I'm ADD and couldn't, you know, I, because I'm running the show, I <laughs> Because I'd love to have told her my numbers, but you know what, Jeanette, you are going to be very successful. You have a great speaking voice. You're very knowledgeable in what you do, and I feel like the cards I pulled for you are actually really telling your future. But go ahead, Jerry, yeah. you're up. I can't add anything more, lovely, because it's been so succinctly put already. So I just want to sit and listen. I'd rather listen to this lady than talk. Oh, you know, you, I need. So I'm going to. I'm going to give you my email. Although the last person I did this with, they never even showed up. So I'm going to hope, Jeanette, that, well, you're a girl. So you know what? Women have it all over. It's the goddess energy. Even though I love men, you're more responsible. So I'm going to give you my email. Just put um, put show in the, so that I know to answer it. Uh, it's okay. B. Albers. B. Albers, which mm-hmm. is my name. B. A. L. B. E. R. S. 714, which is my birthday, Missy, at AOL.com. And if you email me, we'll see about what we can do about getting, you know, about her, maybe you appearing here. But Jerry, you need to get a hold of Jerry because I feel the way you talk would be a great article with numerology. I don't know, Jerry, I know you have numerology in the magazine, but we can all, you know, you can always use somebody um, who can. No, no, no. Um, I, I... Jeanette's insights and and her approach, I feel, um, is uh, is really very well grounded and well, and she's obviously very um, knowledgeable. So, Jeanette, if you would like at some point to consider contributing, uh, no pressure, an article to the no pressure to the magazine. <laughs> and if you don't, uh, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, no pressure. Um, I should be most okay. upset if you don't. No, no pressure though. Um, <laughs> no, just, just, just also please email me. You'll find all my information on my website, uh, or you can just my email address is psychic at senseofknowing.co.uk. Um, but uh, that would be that would be lovely. I could. Um, we'll, we can talk about it some more through email. If you if yeah. you feel that something. If you feel I need to know your birthday. 
Well, what's your birthday? July 17th, 1958. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Nine, did you say 1958? Because, yeah, because you're in your Saturn. You're in your second Saturn. Right. I'm 57. That's why I am. But I have to tell you, um, you're a cancer like I am. I don't feel like a cancer, but, you know, I don't, because I have eight, six of my eight planets are in Leo. But, uh, right. but Me cancer too. is a wonderful, <laughs> cancer is a wonderful, loving home sign. And I love that, even though I'm not. But welcome, cancer. Meet the new cancer. But you are my mother's birthday. My mother's birthday was is not alive, and I'm, and I'm sorry for that. But she is July 17th, which would have been your This is such oh, interesting uh, synchronicities of, of who call. But I am going to move to the next yes. caller. You have both of our addresses. Okay. Your, your success okay. is all about what you put out. And when you put it out, you'll be very successful. Now, what is Thank the other you. question? Because I feel we haven't answered everything that you want. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, Jer first I wanted to say, Jerry, I, I definitely want to mention this before it gets lost uh, about the YouTube thing in December. Um, you know, we can chat about this offline, but you want to uh, keep in mind that, as, as Bonnie said at the very beginning of the show, that Mercury will be going great. So with someone who's a Gemini and is ruled by Mercury, um, all the more reason to be mindful of what Mercury is doing. So, like I said, we can talk about it in, you know, at more length um, offline. Sure. I love it. that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, no, I want to hear. Okay. Well, you're going to have to include me in that call. <laughs> okay. Because I'm fascinated. Jeanette, and before I move on, I have... I have a uh, I we I have what I call ROE the group here I always call it the Royal Order of Enlightened because see I'm the princess so you know anybody that comes over it's the Royal Order of anyway I have two astrologists that come and you'd be really interested one has a doctorate in astrology this Dr Ron Cole who used to be on the show and the other one he is into every kind he's going to do horary astrology here on Saturday just for us you know we just it's about all the people if you all were here you could. You know, welcome to come. And we do dinner, and then we talk about the latest stuff in astrology, tarot, uh, tarot uh, numerology, channeling. It's really cool, and you would really like him. Oh. So he's, he, yeah. So we'll have to, you, you write me, and you two will have to get, you'll have to uh, find a way to chat with each other. He is on taking courses. I mean, it, you know, it goes all the way back to the Roman days and all kinds of stuff, but I'm so interested. You better write me, or, or at least write Jerry so I can I get your number. But. Yeah, both, okay. both of so you. I mean, definitely. I'm. Listen, this is you are my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you are ours. And just think how successful you are here is how successful you're going. People are going to want to hear you. They're going to want to talk to you. They're going to want to get a reading or your astrology uh, charts, your intuitive, you know, uh, chatting, whatever you want to call it. Because I feel like you have a problem with that. But you are going to be successful in whatever you put out, but you just got to put it out, okay? And, again, you got to be Thank careful. You. you know it's out there, but you got to be careful when you do it, just like you told Jerry. Cancers are different, but I still feel this isn't new. So I, I, I don't know um, how that relates to you and, and putting out stuff in December. But uh, what I feel is whatever you put out in the area of astrology and the area of any of your 
metaphysical uh, choices, you're going to be very successful. Thank you, Bonnie. You're welcome. I'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thank you, Bonnie. And the, okay, great. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jerry. Have a great, have a great, have a great Thanksgiving. Always remember that you have a tribe. It doesn't matter if it's on that day. And I, and I love that hearing you say, well, my kids are coming in the next day. Because really a day is 24 hours in your lifetime. It's, it really is just about throwing out love. And again, throwing out love to whoever needs it. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. You're welcome. You too. Happy Bye-bye. Thanksgiving. Namaste. Namaste. I did, Jerry. I'm just, you know me. I'm just that I, I hate, I love to hear her talk because I, I so badly want someone on astrology here that I can, that I can pick their brain and pick their numbers. And you know, I do all that, but I, I love to be able, astrology fascinates me and so does numerology because it's the things she does. Isn't that crazy? Um, it's, you know, it's, um, the energy that she was coming through with, obviously the way that I work with my Native American numerology and the energies that I can, that I work with are, are vastly mm-hmm. different. But when when somebody has that that level of awareness, that connection about them, as you said, it's just something you just like to sit back and listen to. So I was just absorbing yeah. what she was saying. So I do hope that she will get in touch because then we can, you know, you need to have her on the show for sure. That's That's a definite... Um, oh, I would I, just like to see where this could lead to. Uh, obviously, I'm very aware of the, of the retrograde energy of Mercury, bless it. Uh, but I'm trying not to acknowledge it at the moment because it's too early. It's not due in yet. But you um, know what? i got to tell you something, Jerry. You're always affected. And maybe that's what she's going to tell you about Gemini. I mean, I can't wait to hear what she says because she said it's, you are a Gemini and I have things to tell you. Every time there's a retrograde and I talk to you, you either have a headache or you can't do this or you're not doing that yeah, because of the retrograde. I don't know if you it. realize that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just got tell those antennas way lost in the universe, honey. I just try to, the thing is I try to ignore it because sometimes you can put too much emphasis or there's too much expectation. So what I try and do is, you know, yeah, I know where my biorhythms land up, and I know they hit the floor, and yada yada yada. Yes. So, but I try and I just, I just try and you know, I'd like to see myself as the psychic surfer, just go on the wave and just going along, going on the, uh, uh, as I said to you earlier, going with the flow of it, you know. Well, honey, as I saw you today, you were going with that surfing wave, so you just keep that up, okay? <laughs> Here, I'm going to pick up the next caller, 610-610, you are on with us. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who are you speaking with? Hi, thanks. I'm taking my call. This is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. So what were you going to Hi, have Sarah. in your cornucopia? Um, I feel like, like I have like flowers and arrangements or something. Um, it kind of looks nice on the table. So. Ah, how about the food? What kind of you you'd have? So it's interesting you pick flowers versus food. I'm gonna hand you right over to Jerry. Go for it, Jerry. Um, I was just uh, wondering what Sarah. What do you feel is missing from the table? Flowers are, are lovely, as Bonnie said. It's interesting that you picked something that was 
decorative, something that was connected with nature, something that was colourful. Um, but flowers don't always last. Um, so I'm wondering right, what's, right. what's been, um, what is I either mean, missing from your life or missing from your table? No, I mean, I just, I'm sorry, I should have said the food, of course, you know, the turkey, that's a must. <laughs> and I always like to have a piece of ham as well, you know. That sounds lovely, but it's it's. Yeah, I'm going back to those, the flowers. Those, so, are, yeah. those are the traditional I just, things. I just, there's nothing. There's nothing missing. I just thought it might look nice, not necessarily flowers, but maybe like a something decorative, symbolizing Thanksgiving, like an arrangement or something. But I just said flowers, but I really meant like an arrangement. You know, like you can buy those already. So. So you like things to look pretty. You like to have something that's symbolic not just because the food in a way is is not so much the is not so much <laughs> symbolic very tasty but you like some, some sort of symbolism i think we have lost her something has happened to the connection 505 you are on with us hi what are you going to put on your hi, hi. oh hi. i'm going to put everything i can find <laughs> yeah it's better <Becca? laughs> Oh my gosh, Becca! Did you hear? Did you hear? I mean, you put you love pumpkin pie. So is that you or Gemini? Man? I do. No, I like. <laughs> well, she said sweet potato. I said pumpkin. I like all pies, though. Well, what would you? Okay, so we have to start with what would you put in your cornucopia, or what two dishes were you going to put on the table first besides the turkey? What is in your cornucopia? Oh, stuffing! Stuffing is a must. <laughs> Stuffing because I like the seasonings, <laughs> and oh. squash is a must. Winter okay, squash. Gary. I know exactly what this is. Go ahead. I, 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 I this is just um, uh, there is always you want added flavor in life. I mean, life for you is about. I feel about experiencing a, a lot of different things. You have a lot of. You're you're very eclectic in in your life's taste, I would say, but there's two sides of life around you at the moment. One which I feel is a little bit sharp, the other which needs to be sweetened, if that makes sense. But you're you also <laughs> very you're also a very traditional person. Um, you have very strong foundations and very strong. Um, when I say beliefs, it's not that you would um, voice them necessarily to others, but it's it's what makes you feel comfortable. Because I said you're very open, um, and you like to absorb everybody else's energies, which I feel is a lot of what you're going through at the moment is because you've picked up on energies that aren't your own. If that makes sense. It does. It does. Makes um, a lot of sense. So it's. Um, for you, I feel that, um, and this other, the, the late Sarah that was on before that we lost, unfortunately, there's something here also about tradition, um, and about it's it's got to it's got to embrace all the senses. So your cornucopia would embrace all the senses, like Sarah's was was going to. Um, and there's something about colour with uses. It's a display, and I just feel that it's that with you is is also very important that it's. Um, very welcoming open, if that, if that, yeah absolutely it's welcoming it's it's yeah t 
to me that's the comfort aspect of the flowers it's it's comforting and and yeah the scent of it the pretty visual of it to me it's more of a welcoming sensation to have the flowers yeah, absolutely yeah i can go with that well before what you, you tell me well yeah and then i'll ask you which question is but i have to tell you this Beck. i pulled for you a card but the first thing I keep feeling is the stuffing, okay? And they are trying to stuff me. They're trying to stuff the stuffing down my throat. And I love stuffing, <laughs> but I see that I see my gut going bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I think, <laughs> what are they trying to tell me? And what they're trying to tell me is exactly what you said, comfort. Stuffing, when you stuff mm -hmm. something, you're, you're, you know, people, like when people come to my house, I always put out the food. I put out more food and more food. I said, oh, what do you want? I've got every kind of drink. And people say, stop. It's too much. And the reason is because the stuffing, it shows me that you want people to feel comfortable, that you want them to feel, you know, it's comfort food. You want them to be comfortable. You want them to have that, that feeling of, oh, I love this food and I'm stuffed and I'm comfortable. I'm going to sit on the sofa and I'm going to relax which is that's what they're showing me with this with this stuffing so i feel like you want people to be comfortable um or you want to be comfortable where you are you want to have that feeling of i'm full of life and i'm full of of comfort and and happiness and i've got all my my uh my surroundings my loved ones my my objects that I'm comfortable with around me. That's what stuffing reminds me of. So when I see that, I see that you don't have that all, your ducks aren't in a row and it isn't duck stuffing. <laughs> so I feel <laughs> that when you put that on the table, it's because that's what you want. That's what you'd like to have uh, with you at this time. What was the other dish that you put, squash? Oh, squash, winter squash. I love winter squash. Now, is winter squash <laughs> yellow? Because I'm seeing yellow. It, it's a dark yellow. It's kind of an orangey yeah. dark yellow. Yeah. And I feel that's the color of the sun and harvest. So to me, mm -hmm. that um, is the time of the season that we're in. And you feeling stuffed and happy and fulfilled. That's what you want to put out on the table. That's what you want to feel. And that's what you want people that you love to feel. And I can tell you that it's coming. Um, there's some issues that you still have to deal with, I feel, but that's what is coming for you. And uh, I, that's what you want this season. And whether it's this season or it's next season, I don't know, but you'll have that feeling of comfort. Of uh, it, It'll be in the autumn because I feel that that's what this color is about. So... I feel within the next year, which is a longer reading for you, but within from now till the next fall, uh, you've got a whole lot of changes coming up, but they're all going to be about that comfort feeling, about making yourself, uh, your life look as comfortable as possible. And maybe in the next Thanksgiving that we have, uh, you're going to be in a place that is totally uh, happy for you and and the feeling of comfort and everybody around you will be there. That's what I'm picking up. So I don't know if, and then I pulled a card for you, which is really crazy, but this is 
the forget-me-nots, <laughs> and it is the past life healing card. It's beautiful. It's the color of the aura, light bluish. Um, it's kind of like a light blue with yellow inside, which reminds me of your squash. Uh, it's a yellow-orange. This situation has been triggered by one of your past lives. Heal the past, and you bring healing into the present. And I feel like you might know what that means. So, uh, that I, this be, is a lot of <laughs> a lot of meaning there. So, so tell us what you want to know from us today. Besides that, <laughs> um, I have a whole bunch of tests coming up. I'm just wondering if everything's going to go all right, like physical health okay, so, tests. <laughs> okay, so you know, I'm going to hand you over to Jerry, and then I will give you the long, quick answer of this. But go ahead, Jerry. <laughs> what are you picking up? I, I'm not sensing anything that is coming up that is not either easily coped with or easily remedied. Um, it's. Uh, I agree with what Bonnie just said. There's something that's come back in on a past life vibration to this current or present moment. Um, that needs to be looked at as well. So it's not all it's not all physical. Um, your head is worrying naturally, but it's like it's it's difficult at the moment, to be honest, to, to actually connect with your energy, Becca, because there seems to be just too much of the human worry coming in, which, is, as I said, is completely understandable. Um, but as I said, the the um, immediate message I was being given for you is it, it'll be okay. There's, there's nothing there that can't be sorted. It's not as big as you think it is. Okay. Good. I love that. Okay, so yeah, you're going to hear my long short of it? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, No, because your, your response to that, Becca, was, to me was very, um, very interesting. Um, and I know that I might, I might. Am I reading too much into? No, I don't feel I'm reading too much into it. Um, why do I get the feeling with Becca with you that you're going to that you're inwardly saying, "I'll believe it when I see it." <laughs> it might be. I don't exactly know. I, I have not. <laughs> no, exactly I. I mean, I've got a lot of cardiology tests to have, and in the colonoscopy test, and. There's been things that are making me a little worried about them, but at the same time, I'm trying to stay positive. So, right. What I'm but I'm having pulmonary troubles. Right. Okay. What I'm being told is they're being they're just being thorough. You know, they're perhaps a little bit OTT, but they are being thorough, and yeah. that is good. You know, you wouldn't want them just to um, walk you into. Uh, uh, a, a booth and say, open your mouth, say, oh, right, thank you very much, <laughs> bye. You know, um, that's they, they are being thorough. Um, and I just feel you're in the wrong place at the wrong time at the moment. Thank you. you know? Okay, so that's, that's kind of what I needed to hear right there. To, to me, it would be if you were in a different place, you wouldn't be going through this, not because you weren't meant to, it's just because you, you know, the place is actually dictating what's happening. That's what I'm okay, thinking. that that makes a lot of sense. I'm I'm having trouble breathing here. The elevation is much higher than where I came from, and yeah, I think I'm going to have to go back to where I was. <laughs> okay. 
Right, sorry, Bonnie. I just I need to just dive in with what I was getting. No, I want you to dive in, dive in deep, Jared, because I I love when you talk. So I but I always I, I interrupt and I hate that. But I I I love what you just brought through exactly. You know, I keep rubbing. It's the weirdest thing. Does either of you have? I or I keep rubbing my right outer leg. It's the weirdest. Thing. I just um, keep rubbing. It's, okay. it's me, um, sciatic nerve. My sciatic yeah, nerve has been exactly flared up. I've been getting, yeah, a lot yeah. of pain coming, wrapping around the leg. Yeah, I just. So, like I said, I'm having all kinds of health problems here. Yeah, my my my. I, I'm not going to describe it because I don't want to get into it. But uh, I'm just. I mean, I I kept doing it the whole time you're talking. I'm thinking, wow, well, and then I look down. I'm like, what am I doing? And I and I, I could it's right down that sciatic nerve, baby, right on the side, all the way around the almost the back. But it goes the full length from almost the hip that I'm doing it, almost to finger yes. length above the knee. So I, I what yep. I'm going to tell you is here's a long short of it. And I love that expression. Did I just use that? Okay. Well, the long short <laughs> of it is this. <laughs> um, I they're going to do a lot of tests, and you know, with a lot of tests, yes. they find a lot of things. But it won't be anything that's life No, 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 no. Right. We're not no, going to find no, anything. No, but they do. Every time I go to the cardiologist, my blood pressure is too high. My this is no doubt. I'm not taking my medicine. I do this. I do that. They have to find something. So I am going to agree totally with Jerry. It is all about, you know, all your tests are really going to come back really pretty good. And the ones that don't, it'll be a matter of tweaking. And so, yes, there are going to be things that they are going to find, but not find because you're, you're, you know, they're going to have to do surgery. They're going to have to do this. They're going to have to do that. They are going to have to tweak some things with you. And whatever that is, yeah. you're going to tweak them. But it's, it's not going to be major. But for you, it'll be major because it'll help you. So I don't yeah. feel all the tests will come back negative, but the positive test won't be anything. Like if they say, okay, well, you're, you know, you, you can't, you know, if they gave you a breathing test and you're not breathing real well, well, there goes the explanation. If they give you a, a blood pressure test, and your blood pressure is high, you'll say, well, because I'm nervous, I'm at the doctor and I can't breathe. So I feel like there'll be certain tests that'll be good and certain tests that are going to come back slightly challenging. And the only thing they're going to do is tweak some of what you're doing and that's it. Okay, so I don't feel yeah. that you're worrying I feel like you're not worried so much about that, even though you put the emphasis on that because you aren't feeling well. But it, it, I feel like it's more about, um, and probably this past life card, it's more about you having to make some decisions that you're not going to like making and ones that you might not yeah, well, think you like making. I feel like I need to go back home, and my husband doesn't want to go, but I feel like I've got to go back. Uh, you know, I don't know about this back, but maybe you got to go back. What are you picking up, Jerry, about her going back home? Or do you think she's going to feel better once she's there for a while? Or do you feel that going back home is what she needs to do? Well, I said earlier, uh, lovely, that I just feel wrong place, wrong time. Exactly, yeah. and that's how yeah. I feel. I can't well, breathe here. It's like I well, cannot breathe me, here. I told, you, I told you Florida, but you went off to somewhere else. Okay. I can't breathe here. I definitely couldn't breathe in Florida. <laughs> oh, yes, you could. I have no problem breathing in Florida. And everybody that's ever told me that they can't move to Florida, that are here, uh, after they're here a while, they love it. They wouldn't go anywhere else because now when they go up north or they go to other places, 
They get All right, you got to get that spare room ready. Honey, <laughs> my room, you got to kick Jerry out in the meantime, because Jerry's going to have I'll listen, definitely be talk. alone, because my husband won't go to Florida, so. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Maybe going home and going north. I mean, Jerry, do you see her I mean, what are you, are you, wrong place, wrong time, we got it. Do you feel like they're both going to go back north and there's a different position for him? Um, at this moment, no, I don't. Okay, do you think he's going to stay where he is? At the moment, yes, I do. Um, yeah, me too. That's I'm picking I, the same thing. I, I feel that Becca's going to need some respite. It's it's like well I just need it's, it's almost like Becca I'm sorry if I'm talking about you as if you weren't here um, <laughs> but it's almost as if Becca's saying I need to prove a point. Um, now I've got something else which I've just been shown Becca I, uh, I don't know whether is your is your mum still Earthside? Yes, she is. is. Um, do you know whether or not when she was carrying you whether or not it was a difficult pregnancy ah the delivery was difficult very difficult ah i knew there was something because i came feet was... first ready to run right so oh, you were yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. She now, was breached, I am my joke is i came ready to kick butt <laughs> yes okay. but see, to me it feels as if a lot of this that you're feeling at the moment particularly with the breathing, it's because of something, because they kept showing me, ask her about the pregnancy, ask her about the birth, and that's where it, that I feel this all stems from, or a lot of it, I wouldn't say yeah. all, but a lot of it does. So I feel that there is a, a past timeline, as um, in this line, that needs to be healed. How about, I have a question on that aspect. Yep. My mother said when I was born, the doctor told her that if she had seen what she delivered, per se, that she would have never had any more children. I'm wondering if I had a deformed twin that she was never told about that didn't survive. No, I'm not too sure about that one. No, I'm not yeah. getting a clear yes to that. Um, no. Um it 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 is no. I I feel that you were an individual. There's okay. something about yeah. individual. Um, I, I'm not I'm not picking that up so much. Um, it's something more about you, um, and either something that also happened whilst you were in the womb, but also that you just confirmed the birth bit, which is good. Um, but it whichever. I mean, part of your heat process is still going to be. I feel, as I said, all the way through this wrong place, wrong time, um, and okay. you need to have a little bit of a thought about what's going to happen on that level. But in answer to the questions that Bonnie posed me, um, <laughs> uh, I stick with what I said, which is I can see you moving, perhaps for respite, um, but your uh, your other half may need to stay where he is at the moment. So at the moment, yeah. do you see him moving? No, I don't. Yeah. You know what, Jerry? I mean, this is going to be a really big question, and probably Becca's not going to ask, and I really shouldn't ask for her, but is it possible <laughs> that, that they need to move, that she would be better off if, when you say wrong place, wrong time, and, and her husband can't move yet, 
where she is, she can't breathe because there's issues also with people that are uh, doing things that they shouldn't be doing in the other apartments. Maybe they need to move to a different area of where they are, and she might actually start feeling better uh, with time. What do you feel? Maybe it's where she is right now in this apartment. Well, the exact the actual building. The actual geographical location of where Beckett is now is wrong. It's wrong, okay. wrong, 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 and ten times wrong. Well, yeah. I told her, I mean, I didn't pick that at all, but, you know, then, I, or at least Spirit didn't tell me she was going to be there. Spirit told me she was going south. It could be just a different a, a different place within um, the, the state, the county, whatever. I, uh, you know, they're not showing yeah. me that. They're just saying to me that where she's at right now is, uh-uh. Maybe I went west. It's, it's a, didn't I, didn't I finger point west back, and you said it was Texas that was west? Um, I think that would be north of me, but what do south I say of me would be Mexico. <laughs> no, but how, no, I was when you were when you were living in Connecticut, but um, I finger pointed west. Yeah, it was. No, it was. East. It was pointing this way to the to the right. <laughs> okay, well, east would be coming west back to toward home, but. Uh, it right. could just it be a different part of the state, though. Okay, because I remember yeah, showing you that sure. my finger was pointing. Yeah, was I think we figured it was Texas, but or the edge of Texas. Somewhere. But I remember saying I thought you were going to do two moves, remember? Because you yeah. moved there? Well, I, I think we will be moving soon. I just, I'm not sure how soon, but I, I think he's going to move up quickly. Yeah. But it'll probably be within this area. But, you know, we go, like, if we go to Albuquerque, it's only a 500-foot elevation difference, but I do much better there than I do here. Well, you're going to be moving again, back, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you have to heal the path, because I do believe this card is attached with some of these things. And, I, but I anyway, believe that myself. I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick up the next caller. But you know, I will Thank be you. with you. You're welcome. Is there Thank anything you else you wanted to know? You, we already no, heard about your past. Is there anything? Okay, yeah. <laughs> we will pick you up soon. Didn't you? Did, didn't All right. you? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Okay. All right, back. I'll see you soon. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. She's our fairyontologist. She's the angel card reader and has oh my goodness certifications going all the way down to the floor, which Becca only needs because everybody knows what she does. And has Becca writ, writ, wrote for the magazine, Jar? I think she did, didn't she? Oh, now you're asking. Um, no, she ha don't, I don't believe she has yet. Well, because the fairyontology would be great for that mag. So I feel like if, when she gets her breath together, that would be a good yeah, thing uh, for her. Yeah. Okay. Well, she doesn't have to breathe to write. She... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you tell her that. <laughs> oh, I just told her. She's, she's still listening. I've I just told her. Oh, Becca, okay. you don't have to breathe to write, so just get writing. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she can do that well. 801, you are on with the group. Hi. What group? I don't know, but hi. Hello. 
Hi, 801, who is speaking? We can hear you. Who is speaking with? This is Mary. How are you both doing today? Hi, Mary. We're doing fabulous. What would you put on your table or what would you fill your cornucopia with for your Thanksgiving Day table? My cornucopia started out as a shape of a heart. And I was an elementary school teacher, so I remembered with the kids, the whole Greek mythology about it being the horn of plenty and where that came from. And I started filling with just, I mean, it wasn't food. Oh, okay, <laughs> so hey, we all can't the get back then. Yeah, I mean, it was about love and abundance. Um, it was overflowing. I mean, there was the pumpkin pie. There was the sweetness. But I also, with the kids, I did where you took the ice cream cones or sugar cones and used those for the kids to make cornucopias. And so then I ah. started thinking about that memory. And some of those just came through. And I thought, yeah, that, this is a fond memory for a lot of people because I think many of us are not spending it with family. And it's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody can create a family from whatever, you know, your family could be memories. It could be your pets. It could be your plants. It could be your friends. It could be your coffee cups. If you love coffee cups, some people love their cars. So family is really, it's very, it, it's a broad term anymore. So, so what you would fill your, your tribe. Yes. <laughs> I love, I love the word tribe. So Jerry, what are you picking up? Uh, I would say that Mary is an incurable romantic. <laughs> I'm I'm have five signs of Scorpio. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, she's secretive. She doesn't tell the truth always. Not the truth, she doesn't tell. She always pulls back a little piece. That was herself. very sarcastic. And she hits. And she hits very. She hits the the glass half full. But her, but but she comes right back to the top, which is her phoenix rising. Okay, go ahead, Jer. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's, I, I'm just wondering, Mary, what is it you wanted to ask? Because it's linked with the heart. Yeah, my astrological stuff is going on. Thank heaven for Jupiter and Saturn finally leaving after 39 years. So. Um, just where I'm going to land right now. I mean, like you said, the Phoenix rising, I'm really tired of doing that time and time again, transformation and rebirth and all that. But, um, right What's now, your birthday? Are, uh, 11, 12, 61. It was last Sunday. Oh, happy birthday. But I have to tell you Thanks. something. I don't think retro, I don't think retrograde. So, but I am going to say happy birthday. 11, 12, 11, 11 is a pretty pop, is a pretty interesting number, and you're 11 to 12 the day after. So, one, one, oh, yeah. is two, three, and five. Five is a lot of, 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 of you know, that's almost, I wish I did my numerologist was here. Um, thanks. I know, I but I, but I, that day. <laughs> wow. Well, let me just count. 11 a.m. Well, you do know my daughter can't take off for her birthday either, and hers is. You know, she's in Scorpio and has six planets in uh -huh. Scorpio. You do know that what you're supposed to be working on here is Scorpio. 
is, is that phoenix rising. It's always going to be the phoenix rising. But what you try to strive to achieve until the next time you come around, which then you'll be a Sagittarius, is that the lessons learned here are always to stay at the top of the cup. But that phoenix rising will keep as your whole life. So instead mm -hmm. of, you know, oh, my God, what am I going to do? And then you figure it out. No, you're back up to the top. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? Well, you're back to the top is to stop the, oh, my God, what I'm going to do and ride that top wave all the time. That's what Scorpios are here for, actually. So I'm giving you a broad spectrum of what all Scorpios are trying to achieve this lifetime as a Scorpio. They're always going to be dealing with the phoenix rising. That's what they're here for. They're here to transform. When something happens, they right. transform. That's the most beautiful thing about Scorpios. I love it. Oh, my gosh. If I could change every time I turned around, I would love it. But you guys are <laughs> So that's going to be the Scorpios or the eagle. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. And, and, Scorpio and, the eagle. And you're supposed to be working in this lifetime not to hit, not to see the cup half empty, but always to stay at that eagle up soaring in the air. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But it, but relationships are like tough for Scorpio. So go ahead, Jerry. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I interrupted you because, you know, I had to go into that Scorpionic thing. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. <laughs> uh, you were just, you were, what you're basically asking is where, where you're going to end up or what you're going to, what's going to be coming in. Um, yeah. I just had a house pulled out from under me, and I have no prospects. Um, things are just, you know, like you said, I mean, it's Scorpios do this really well. So I know I'll okay. wind up my uh, feet, but right now, well, I don't know. Well, firstly, you have to bear with because I obviously the Western astrology side I don't work with. Um, so <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm seeing from my Native American uh, medicine deck. Uh, the spider okay. talks of complexity and weaving, uh, and it it shows very much the space that you've been in. But the spider's web represents your circle of life, and its message is that by the end of this month, you will start to create, as in create either the life that you want, the circumstance that you want, um, the result that you want. Um, so. To me, this is the end of a, a cycle of complexity. Now, next month, you're able just to watch. You don't need to be rushing around. You don't need to be using all this intense, nervous energy I pick up on. Um, the fox mm -hmm. is very much about watching, watching life from a distance because what you need will come to you. You don't need to go and find it anymore. It'll, it's coming to you. But you've got to let it. You've got to be observant. Sometimes I feel that you miss the things that you should be looking at. Um, mm. Sometimes you don't. Um, however, there is a need to be very observant in December. Um, okay. You start the new year with this lovely energy of... Um, well, let's say the law of attraction, that's very broad. Um, but you do, you attract the right people, you attract the right circumstances, you gain a lot more in the way of respect, or uh, it's just like you become a magnet. So there's a lot that's happening uh, for you 
in the very start of the new year that says that you can be very powerful if you are um say for example working or want a new role within work or wish to push a work situation forwards that's very readily achievable mm. um and the two months that are really standout months are March and April. Uh, I'm not saying nothing can happen before then, because of course it can. Right. But those are just two, two big months for you. And then the next big month is July. So are you going to hit the ground running? Yes, you will. But mm. as I said, now's the time when you need to be working with intuition, intuition, intuition. Mm. Um if it feels right, it is. If it doesn't, it isn't. And it's that simple. Um, don't let your head overcomplicate situations that don't need to be overcomplicated. I'll shut up now. Bonnie? Oh, that was beautiful. And Gary, I, this is Mary that I've written uh, the Near Love Experience for your um, magazine. So I hope that that, uh, Shan, or what was her name? The, she, the numerologist, will follow through and do that for you because that was a definitely a stepping off point and stepping out of my comfort zone so I appreciate that opportunity oh more than welcome and I am honest to God cleaning out cobwebs outside that's why I sound like I'm out of breath (laughs) and I was laughing when you're sitting there and I'm like oh my god if you can see what I'm doing right now cleaning off cobwebs (laughs) wow good well Can I just say, Mary, remember to clean the ones out that are inside as well as as the ones that are on the outside. And you know what I I mean. I do. Good, good. Mary, happy, happy, happy happy holidays. You are a a blessing and a pleasure to always have on here. And I love your energy and Scorpios. My daughter's a Scorpio, so I know all about them. And I have, a, I think my Venus is a Scorpio. No, I don't know. Something's a Scorpio. But, uh, but you are such a pleasure. And there's nothing I can add because he's so perfect, you know. So I loved what he said to you. And you are oh. truly an amazing soul. So have a great holiday. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. And then you too. Thank you again for taking my call.
But I right, do well, want to still, tell you're you. Still gonna, you're still okay. going to get a power animal anyway. So just hang on. Okay. So, um, no. Oh, right. Your power animal, Bonnie, is the raven. The raven is about synchronicities. Um, it is also known as the bird of magic. Um, so whatever you need a magical outcome um, or wherever you need to dispel dis-ease, because the raven is also a messenger, that's where you are going to be. Um, that's, where, that's what you need to focus on, the raven. Right. Uh, Becca, um, the horse. Love um, Oh, speaks for itself. But uh, power, um, take your power back. The horse is about journeys. Um, it can be very significant of... of um, somebody who needs to end one journey to start another. So maybe you need to look at power, where your power is going to, and maybe do you need to, to rein it back, if you'll uh, pardon the pun. Uh, right, BZ7, is that in chat? Armadillo, um, boundaries. Either you haven't got them or you need them, and where's that little word no that's missing from your vocabulary? I feel that you need to either be saying that to someone or there's something that's not quite acceptable around you at the moment that needs changing. If it does, uh, armadillo. Uh, Crystal, hello, Crystal. Um, the crow. Oh, the crow, another air, another air energy. Balance. Um, this is about past, present, and future, the three fates. Um, I feel that you've done a lot of reconciling the past. Uh, you're very much looking to plan ahead. And the bit in the middle, uh, the present, is where you're really, really focusing on, which is good. Um, the crow can also signify is there paperwork or something contractual that you need to take care of. Um, Eileen Jean, yours is the hawk. These are all air energies coming out. Um, wow. The hawk is about the hawk is about insight or foresight. You have the ability to look ahead. You have the ability to perceive or see problems, challenges before they arrive on your doorstep. Then I get the but. What's the one that you feel that you haven't seen, that you've gone, oh, my God, why has that happened? Um, I wish I'd known that was going to happen sooner. Is there something either with you or connected with you that needs to be addressed, as in you need a little bit more foresight with and Nancy Ray, yours is the lynx. Ah, the keeper of secrets. You can never get oh. anything out of a lynx. Never get anything out of a lynx person that shows you're very trustworthy. It is suggested it's the lynx that oversees the pyramids, not the sphinx. Um, and so, what is it you need to be lynx-like with at the moment? What is it you need to keep your own wise counsel about? Is somebody going to be seeking you out for your wise words? But this is a trust thing that's coming through here as well. So that's that. And Queen Goddess Opulence. I love that. The what? butterfly. Air, I know. Air, well, I'm the queen. Air again. Air again. The butterfly. Transformation. Mental clarity. Creating new projects. New ventures. It can be a time of emergence. It can be a time of completion. It may be that you need to look back at something you shelved previously that you thought, no, I can't do that. It's not worth it. Now's the right time to bring something past into the present. It is a great time, of, again, of creations, creating new opportunity, new wealth, new depths of emotional connections. The butterfly is very much pointing you to a new start. So that's everybody in chat. Yay.
Oh, I love that. I've got to tell you, Jerry, and this is just, we have so many callers on and we could do four hours, not two. I don't want to pick up anybody because unless you want to run over time, I could pick the next caller up, but I know that it's late for you over in the UK. Yeah. So I want, I want everybody. Yeah. And I, and you know, I, I'm just so honored that you give us all of your time that you're so, um, 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 that your mind is about giving messages to everyone, which I love because I love the chat. I love involving chat. I love my chatters. You all know that. And I love my callers as well. And anyone that, that loves listening, I love. So I you do want to remind everybody, and this is a good time to remind people, that we are on um, iTunes. So if you download Bonnie Albers on air and you subscribe, my 600 and something shows are on there. You can pick and listen if you have missed any. And we do this all to hopefully uh, help you smile, help you uh, with any type of issues w that you're having. And we all feel the same. We're all a community and we're all a family. So I love that you are all here. Jerry, you are amazing. And I am picking a flower card for you because you picked a beautiful animal card for me, which is the raven. I love the raven. It's my favorite color. I think it's a black blue, but you know, hey, I always call it black. So I am pulling a card out for you from my flower therapy deck. Oh, oh, and it is the white rose purification. I mean, you are so pure, Jerry. You remind me of the space out. I always tell you, I look and I see no ending in space. It says, by purifying your life of negative people, places, and experiences, you attain true peace. And I know that's what you look for in life always. So, I, you know, white and black are my favorite colors or non-colors. You gave me the black raven. I'm giving you the white rose. Isn't that cool? That's lovely. Thank you. That's lovely. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And I want to tell everybody, Jerry, we'll be back on Monday. So, Everybody that didn't get in, please call. Um, we're back here. I think the only show I'm doing next week, I feel the only show I'm doing next week is Monday. It is at one o'clock again, and we are going to have our favorite house guest right over from the UK, over the pond. He's a famous, or infamous, no famous, famous internationally known psychic medium and pet communicator, a Reiki master teacher. Teacher, I, 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 They keep wanting me to keep stringing this along, but you know what Jerry is. And if you don't, his website. Jerry, can you give that, please? Because you do this for a living. You're welcome, Beth. My, my website is all the W's, then senseofknowing.co.uk. Bonnie, thank you for having me on the show as always. Always love it. It's um, such fun to do. And uh, yeah. thank you, everybody that's called in. I will see you back on Monday. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. We love you. Sending out a lot of love. Uh, have a great night. We'll see you on Monday. Bye.